Jones, Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones. It's a podcast about Indiana Jones. Every movie, one minute at a time. Indiana Jones, minute. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute, the podcast in which we celebrate and discuss the film Raiders of the Lost Ark one minute at a time. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mummert. I'm Gerald Christopher Marcus Porter. And this, today we are joined by the intern's uh, sister. Jerry, you brought your sister along. <laughs> For <Hello>. once. <laughs> Christy Porter joins us. Um, Hi, Christy. Glad to be here. <laughs> we're glad to have you. It was nice of you to join us. Truly. And Jerry keeps saying that you're the true uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark fan, so that's why we're having you on the show. Well, it's true. I am the true Raiders of the Lost Ark fan. Um, uh, that wouldn't be the older sister. That wouldn't be Jer's. So I guess that leaves me. Yeah. Yeah. There you Pretty go. Much. Dead in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> Middle's in always so many ways. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're glad you're here, and you're going to add a lot to our conversation, I'm sure. Uh, and today, I'm sure. <laughs> today we are discussing minute twenty-one, and minute twenty-one begins with the army intelligence men beginning to understand, and it ends with Marcus uh, making a big assumption about where the arc will end up. And my first question for you guys is, why is he like, like, okay, Porkins says, I'm beginning to understand Hitler's interest in this. And he's got this tone in his voice like, oh, yeah, maybe we should get an Ark of the Covenant for our team. <laughs> but is he thinking like, oh, that'd be great because we could use that and put it in front of our armies and they'll be invincible and they'll mow down all of our enemies. And it's going to be, are they just like trying to spite Hitler, like, we got the cool thing you wanted and you don't get to have it? Like, why exactly do they want Indy to go after this? Well, Marcus says this, like, this is the backbone of the movie. I mean, he says, an army which carries the Ark before it, and then, you know, pregnant pause, <laughs> is invincible. Which right. is complete like, nonsense, by the way. <laughs> you think? That's exactly what I was Even the Israelite army was defeated while carrying the Ark before it. Well, not just once, but like several times. Yeah. So, like over and over again. So you would think that maybe Hitler would not want to carry the Ark. Everybody right, thinks right? they're going to be the ones to do it right. That's true. If only I had the Ark, right. I would know how to use it. But, you know, I, I was thinking about this. Maybe this is, you know, they the, the FBI guys are like, we've come, you know, we've, we've certainly found the right men. And like... Maybe Hitler didn't do his research that well or got the wrong guys. He didn't really bone up on the Sunday school stuff, as they talk about. <laughs> yeah. Because, well, because, I mean, if Shishak takes it, you know, his town gets destroyed. So that would be like, oh, you know, Berlin wiped away by the wrath of God. So you wonder. In a sandstorm? In a sandstorm. <laughs> it, it is God. <laughs> I mean, he can get biblical. It's funny, though, because the only armies, I think, that are referenced in the Bible is taking the Ark end up being destroyed. Like the Philistines stole the Ark and then it, it caused a plague amongst all the Philistines and they put the Ark on a cow, uh, sorry, on a cart 
like led by a couple of cows, and the cows just walked back to the Israelites with the ark. <laughs> really? That's loyal of them. Yeah. Those are some darn good cows. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> Homing like, cows. It sounds like Hitler and the United States government just want to be part of a big fable where pride goeth before a fall and people don't <laughs> learn from their mistakes and all that stuff. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I mean, the, it, you know, the Hebrews got their ass handed to them, uh, as, well, as my sister said, frequently. Um, I'm sorry, Pete. Every time I hear Philistine, I just I go right to jawbone of an ass. <laughs> that's like, oh, it's just like I can't even. It's like, oh, jawbone of an ass. You're giggling in mass because the priest said ass. Yep. <laughs> I, I have a question for everybody. Yeah. Uh, when Brody says that line, when he says an arm, an army which carries the ark before it is invincible, he 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 says it in such a theatrical way, and he turns to Indy. And he gives him just a weird look, and Indy kind of rolls his eyes and turns away. Does Bro is Brody intentionally lying to kind of pump this up and make the the government guys want to go after it? Like, does he know what he's saying is wrong, is is untrue? Well, it's funny because in one of like one of last week's minutes, he was clearly kind of building that up and goofing on the army intelligence guys, being like wiped clean by the wrath of God. Like he was <laughs> clearly playing it up to mess with them because he could see they weren't into it. But this time, I don't think he is. I think he's, uh, I think he kind of really... You think he just doesn't know? I think he doesn't, yeah. I think that for him, there's like a sincere mystery around the arc, and he doesn't, you know, he's suddenly thinking like, oh, what if this is a real thing? What if, uh, what if Indy finds this thing? And now I got to start worrying about whether or not the arc is a real power. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I don't think, I mean, you guys have both, been talking about that saying that he's yeah he's just sort of uh goofing it up and that sort of thing but i don't think he is i think it it's a little bit character development where you're like because indy's always dismissing anytime there's a supernatural or a religious component etc which i think we get to in the next minute or so mm -hmm. and and brody's always hinting at he's like hey he keeps himself like you know to, you know, he keeps one foot over there like, ah, it's possible. We don't really know the power that uh, some of these things, you know, um, you know, can I, wield I in the wrong is, hands. Uh, I think this is a power grab. I think that uh, uh, Marcus is in, in uh, he's used to uh, directing all the characters. He's clearly uh, outranks Indy in a couple of different yeah. ways. He mm. might be head of the department. He's got uh, some consolidated power in the museum. We don't really know how. And uh, I think that, um, you know, a professor guy has to look lean and hungry. And uh, that doesn't really play well with the the uh, chair of the department too much. That's what I think. You know, yeah, So he's like, oh, on the one hand, I think maybe this is scary and you shouldn't do it. On the other hand, maybe you should go after it. Maybe get, you know wiped clean by the wrath of God or something. <laughs> and you gotta impress you gotta impress the FBI guys who are probably funding you anyway. They're not FBI, they're really government, but they're funding right. you. Yeah. But you know, only on your terms. Yeah. Right. I'm I'm with Christy on this. But but I think that I think Marcus is I think it's a giant snow job because almost every assertion he makes about the Ark is completely false. Yeah, but I don't know. He seems so sincere, and he's not like playing to those guys when he says that. 
And then later on, not to jump ahead, but he's he's just it's him and Indy alone, and he kind of waxes spooky again about the arc. I don't know. I, I, think, I think it it sort of exactly that it draws there's a there's a dichotomy or whatever it's like no this thing is a, there's an ominous component to this or at least there may be and this guy's taking it seriously and this other guy over here i mean he's acting like well I'll just waltz into the hovito's temple and see what happens <laughs> yeah you know i mean it, it's more of the character he's he it's strange it's like he's the archaeologist and all that he's he's very smart and all that but he doesn't always have a I don't know. We we're saying he's a two-bit archaeologist. He doesn't sometimes doesn't show respect for when respect is due, especially when he's you know throwing these idols. He can't and afford ar- respect. He can't afford <laughs> respect. He's got it. He's he needs a grant. He he needs to keep his job. He can't That's a good afford question, to be anything do you, else. Do you think See, Indy like- is is? We never really touched on that. Is he like a well-established? Archaeology. Well, I guess he must be if he's famous enough for Brody to bring these army guys to him. He obviously knows his stuff. No, but is, no, like no. Academia, the army guys weren't. Inter- like... No. What? No. Our, no. The 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 uh, the the government guys came only because he he was the closest link to Abner Ravenwood, which was my question for you guys. So why do you think? You know, I mean, do we only have one person on the planet who uh, knows about the Ark and the occult and and his student? <laughs> You know, they didn't actually want Indiana Jones. They wanted Abner, and they're like, oh, this guy must have his address, maybe his phone number or something. (laughs) Maybe his daughter's phone number. Yeah, Um, or his daughter's phone number. (laughs) Well, Well, he does make it sound like Abner is the guy, is the guy about the Ark. Um, And Indy is his student, so I guess, you know, they might be the, the two guys. It's kind well, of a niche right there. That's pretty small. Yeah. How famous could you possibly be? <laughs> that well, that's kind of how, I mean, you know, that's kind of how academia works. You got to write your PhD on something. Yeah. Always <laughs> it's, looking it's for It's true. I, I like, though, thinking. Always that, looking for a grant. <laughs> yeah. I like thinking Indy was going to come back with that idol and he'd hold it up. He'd be like, Marcus, got the grant. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Cash this thing in. <laughs> well, okay, that's the tail end of the uh, the army uh, intelligence uh, exposition scene, and then we cut to uh, Indy's house, which I kind of love. It reminds me a lot of uh, my neighbor across the street when I was growing up. Uh, their house was pointed almost exactly the same way as Indy's. Like, not exactly the same way. Like his is very cluttered and messy and stuff, but it's got like the same. Like they just had a lot of like kind of wood art and things and. Sc- sculptures and carvings and things and that's what this ours reminds me of yeah I, I think this house is fantastic and i as someone who lives in the bay area i'm excited because it's also in san apparently they filmed the exterior of the home in san rafael and i'll try to get a picture and put it up on the website oh that's cool well when i saw his house i thought okay here's a here's a question beat on my sister is that the house? You're, well, we should say you're a professor at uh, William and Mary, so professor of yes. There we go. We didn't you're not just in roller skates and pigtails and Jerry's sister. You're, you're... <laughs> no. Well, I am, and yet that doesn't seem germane right now. <laughs> Is that house uh, professorial? It's Is a that what professorial a fr- it's like, house. 
Does that does your house look like that? No, I wouldn't say so. No, um, but it is a very professorial house, especially in 1936, when you could buy a whole lot of house for not too much money. I think. Um, so, um, so my question about the house then was, what the heck? room was that because it's yeah. right off the entranceway oh maybe y'all had that question then <laughs> do it you know and why is he keeping his shirts in the in the front room what's yeah. the matter with him and why are all the priceless looted artifacts right there next to the front door <laughs> and with an open window yeah. you know, who leaves open priceless artifacts with a with an open window well the neighborhood kids aren't going to recognize priceless artifacts they're you know <laughs> They I'm weren't priceless back then. And... They were just old. Yeah. <laughs> and They've appreciated stolen. since then. Yeah, I feel like eBay ruined all that. <laughs> I've got That's a question. Right. I've got a question. When he first walks into the house, is that his leather jacket? One of his leather jackets hanging on the hook? And I no. think that's his school like jacket that he was wearing earlier. Okay. I think that's his members only jacket. <laughs> <laughs> from from nineteen thirty six slash eighty one. Yes. Well, you're talking and about I think the house. The barometer the barometer's there is because you need to know what the pressure is for all those artifacts. All right. He's got uh, one of those seismograph things too. Really? No. Seismograph? <laughs> oh. Whatever the thing right. is in the museum. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this will all be edited out well see I, what i what i liked is they show the the exterior of the house and you know they show it's the first time like you hear the indie theme but it's played on you know i guess it's a woodwind i know pete you think maybe a clarinet mm-hmm. and it, it's the indie theme but it's not all you know triumphal it's kind of you know more it's, like a wondering sort of thing, like, hey, what's, you know, yeah. something might happen. And then there's these ethereal strings behind it. And you're like, again, we were talking in the Star Wars Minutes, guys were saying, this might be John Williams, you know, best minute yeah. here. And and you hear the, uh, you know, the like the fanfare theme, but it's kind of not fanfare Yeah. Yeah, that's a very nice touch. Yeah. What, why did they think it was the best minute? Not the best minute. They the think best, that this might best, be his best uh, movie. His best score. His best movie. Oh. Yeah, his Harrison best Ford's score. too. Subtlety and nuance, then. Yeah. Right. Um, That's good. I, uh, one of my best friends growing up uh, was named Mark, and I started calling him Marcus because of this movie. And I would all, you know, I would always be like, oh, Marcus! Quoting Indiana <laughs> Jones here. Oh, I have to bring up, this is going to be controversial. We were talking uh, last last week, maybe the week before, about no, it was last week. About um, there was a cut scene from the movie where he's on his way from his classroom with Marcus to meet the army intelligence guys, and he runs into a female student, and she's like, "Oh, I thought we were going to meet in your office, uh, Doctor Jones." And it reads in the screenplay kind of uh, flirty, but it doesn't read flirty at all on the screen. He's just kind of like flustered, like, "Oh, yeah, we actually have to talk about your homework." That. In the in the novelization that I have, that student is in his house just having cocktails or whatever when Marcus shows up. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She was in she was in the bedroom, and apparently Spielberg wanted Indy to be kind of a James Bond kind of playboy, and George Lucas didn't want to didn't want to buy into that. 
Yeah, I'm really glad they didn't go that way because that would not have. Well, maybe that wouldn't. Maybe that would be some Tom tonal Selleck, dissonance. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Selleck would have pulled it off. Yeah, but Indy, like Harrison Ford, Oy. like he's, you know, we've talked about him being a jerk. He beats up Satipo and stuff, and he's kind of a rough dude. But he's also there's like especially in these professor scenes, there's something very kind of aw shucks about him, and kind of like oh, I got lots of maps in my arms, and I'm all kind of flustered and stuff. Like that wouldn't read right at all. Like him, like just hanging out with a student and stuff in his room. No, that would be stupid. Like Bruce Wayne in his in his no, that'd be stupid. <laughs> yeah. I agree. It's, How is that controversial? Uh, Everybody knows that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's only uh, maybe controversial is the wrong word. Funny and stupid. That's what I meant. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Although, well, I won't say it. I'll save it for the next minute. Um, yeah. Well, there's a, I mean, there's a huge thing at the end of this minute, which is, as you said, Tommy, how'd you, how did you put it? Um, with him being, how would you say about where the the arc's gonna go? He's oh, then Marcus makes a big uh, assumption. Yeah, oh, and he says, yes. "Yeah, quote the museum gets the arc when we're finished." Which I'm sitting there and I'm like, "Are they joking? <laughs> <laughs> like the arc is going to be like they get the the arc, and we just established like no the actual arc of the Ten Commandments that <laughs> Moses brought down from, <laughs> and you're like yeah, and it's gonna be at like fourth floor like Sacramento State, right? Well, like, no, it'll have like a, a geology library. It'll have a velvet <laughs> rope around it. It'll be okay. But see, I yeah, like that's right. when, when Indy says that he says it's almost like he's saying museum in air quotes because in Brody's like oh. <laughs> Yes, like he's it's very like sure. The museum. Yeah, he it's like they're in on it, but we're not. Friend. Well, it makes you wonder. You're like so. So the Ark of the Covenant was going to be housed at, you know, just like a college campus, at Marshall College. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be housed, with my, you know. And imagine the, uh, you know, the the high school seniors' essays. Oh, why would you like to come to Marshall College? <laughs> well, you house the Ark of the Covenant. Well, it wouldn't also it wouldn't only be about you know displaying it. Like they would probably study it and have scholars from all over the world come and check it out and touch it and turn to dust and go blind and you know. You know, it would make great uh, great pranks too, wouldn't it? Like you could uh, you know be like the uh, men's cheerleading squad, and you could have like you know great rival with whoever Marshall's college Marshall College rival would be. And you could take your megaphone and then you could like really get, you know, prank and put it up on the Dean's house roof or something or something, you know. They're never going to get that arc down. <laughs> Me and Moose put the arc right. on the Dean's house. <laughs> Stupid like that, yeah. only has the golden calf. <laughs> well, yeah, and you wonder, it's like, so would the, and somebody would be yelling, now this year the football team's going to be undefeated. Yeah, right. Hey, well, yeah, that's exactly mm -hmm. Shishak's mistake, isn't it now? See? <laughs> he was known for his football team. Yeah. Not anymore. He's not. Yeah, true. Nah. <laughs> well, does anyone have anything else for minute twenty-one, or should we? Uh, oh, one last thing. Oh. I, I, uh, one thing, Christy. We have been talking about so far is we we sort of got the idea that maybe the Indiana Jones movies are the fever dream Han Solo is having while he's encased in carbonite. And this uh, may... 
our piece of evidence number 12 in this minute. Oh, where? When uh, Brody says they want you to get a hold of the Ark before the Nazis do, and they're prepared to pay handsomely for it, which sort of reminds me of Luke telling Han he rescues yeah. the princess. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, Interesting. Um, it's always about the money. <laughs> n- n- no, I don't. I don't think so. Don't, you don't think I it's a dream? You're not. So. You're not subscribing to that. No, a, a feverish, frozen carbonite dream. No. Yeah. No, I. I really don't see that. Perhaps I'm just lacking in imagination we d- over there. But <laughs> n- no. We just I need to share with so. you the rest yeah, of our uh, evidence. We'll uh, give you the rest of our list, and we'll see how you. Yeah. Well, okay. Then You'll I'll be tremendously convinced. Right. <laughs> All the other 11 pieces of... No. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. No. <laughs> Rejected. Wholesale. Well, on that note... <laughs> <laughs> you stew on that and we'll uh we'll mail you the uh the evidence we have and then um in the meantime pete how can all these uh people get in touch with us and and find out more about this and other controversies check us out on facebook and check us out at indianajonesminute.com and if you want to complain about people's lack of faith in our star wars theory go to the <laughs> william and mary faculty page <laughs> <laughs> right that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> well, you Um Yeah, please inundate William and Mary with uh, emails about the Ark of the Covenant and Han Solo. Uh, and then please join us back here tomorrow for Minute 22 of Raiders of the Lost Ark here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Indiana Jones Minute. <laughs> oh, Marcus! 